share with us this morning just what you're thankful for. Hallelujah. What are you thankful for? Hallelujah, Jesus. Anybody? Joyce? New revelation. God has given her of whom we are in him. Yeah. Somebody else, what are you thankful for? Hallelujah. I'm thankful for a place to come and worship our king, the king of kings and the Lord of lords, the lion of the tribe of Judah. Hallelujah. I'm thankful that we have a dry place. Amen. A safe place. Amen. Hallelujah. 
a sanctuary with beautiful woodworkings, hallelujah, a sanctuary where whenever I jump up and down, of course, back in the day, I had to wear that hard hat, amen. We don't have to worry about that anymore, though, do we, brother? My jumping up and down is about like that now, you know. Hallelujah. I'm thankful. Hallelujah. You know, we got people that walk in this house and they step in this sanctuary and they look and they go, wow, I never would have dreamt this just looking at it from the outside. I'm thankful that we have a place to worship our God, to get together and worship our God. Amen. Sitting up there on that hill the other day out here burning that fire and I looked back this way and I said, you know, Lord, that does kind of look like a plain building, so to speak. But when you walk in, you've allowed us to do some good things to it. So I'm thankful for 4,400 square feet to worship our God in. To have classes in, amen. To have a fellowship hall with a working sink and bathrooms where we don't have to walk outside and go into a little box. Now, I know some of us understand what I'm saying. Some others may not quite understand what we're saying. Amen. But I'm thankful for that. Don't matter what's on the outside, what's on the inside. Amen, Sister Kay. Amen. Anybody else? What are you thankful for, amen, this morning? Phyllis. I have to say what Kay said. You know, that goes with us as human beings. It doesn't matter what's on the outside of it, it's what's on the inside. That's right. Amen. Amen. I just wanted to share this real quick. I'm going to share a testimony on this because I'm not going to say much. But uh, I'm thankful that God loves me. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. I'm going to the point where I yell at Okay. But God says to approach Him in all truth. Amen. for God's love. Amen. Amen. Praise Amen. the Lord. Praise the Lord. Anybody else want to share what you're thankful for? Amen. Hallelujah. You know, I, I just couldn't Jesus. get enough time. <laughs> you know, it's just your point. Nice and there's so much. Amen. So much. Because there's some mornings I get up to say my prayers and read my Bible. And I have, you know, I got all kinds of stuff, people and places and things I pray for. But sometimes I just just want to thank him. I thank him for that first cup of coffee. And then I go to have that second one. I'm going to thank him again for that second cup of coffee. Amen. You know, I'm just so yeah. thankful that yeah. for everything he has yeah. provided me with. Everything. Amen. Everything. Amen. Just, yes, amen. God is loving so much. And just, oh, Hallelujah. Lord, it just, I just can't begin. Hallelujah, it's just, it's just Jesus. Unreal. Hallelujah. You know, yes
Amen. You know something else that I'm thankful for, Sister Kay? You and I are about the same age, and we won't talk no more about that. Amen. But look at here. She's holding her grandbaby, and right there is my grandbaby. Amen. I'm thankful for these grandbabies that God has blessed us with. Amen. Praise the Lord. You know, it's all right for us to be thankful, ain't it? And it's all right to, to share what we're thankful for. Amen. Because that just lifts God up. Amen. And, and we know that glorifies Him. Amen. Somebody else want to share what you're thankful for today. Amen. I'm just enjoying this, y'all. Amen. I'm thankful that I was able to, to leave work and yes. to yes. 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 and yes. Yes. at first it was hard. The first few days were hard. But after you prayed for me on Sunday, Amen. 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 That, that new chapter in your life, I'm just excited to see how that thing reads out. Amen. Hallelujah. Anybody else? Share what you're thankful for. We've got a little young man here. He's requesting to come up there and say something. Go for it. Okay, come on. Amen. Oh, <laughs> well, I thought she was going to say something. Well, that's little Matthew right there. Isn't it? He's already put them drumsticks in his hands. <laughs> Anybody else want to share what you're thankful for? Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, Teresa, you're just basking. Keep on. Amen. Praise God. That's good. Hallelujah. I didn't say basting. I said basking. Amen. Anybody else want to share what you're thankful for? Thankful for the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And always benefit. Yes, amen. Amen. Benefits. That's, that's the number one. Amen. Everything else comes second. That's right. The Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Anybody else want to share what you're thankful for? Thank you, Jesus. It's all important, you all. It's all important. right amen amen good word good word you know i was as god was putting this on my heart a few minutes ago i'm, I'm thankful that i have a vehicle to drive amen amen, amen. a lot of people that walk a lot of people that walk i drove cars for 
<laughs> Praise the Lord. So you're also thankful for the temperatures outside. <laughs> Amen. Praise the Lord. Anybody else real quickly this morning? Amen. Just want to share what you're thankful for. Thankful for Terry. Amen. Me too. Me too. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm thankful for my beautiful little wife. Hallelujah. Wonderful lady. God bless me. God bless me with her. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 39 years ago. Soon be married 35. Wow. She had to confirm that for me. See, I played that one safe, fam. <laughs> Hallelujah. Bless God. God is so good, church. I don't want to miss anybody. Anybody else? What are you thankful for this morning? If you want to share. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, praise and worship team. I'm thankful for the praise and worship team. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you all so much. We really appreciate you guys. Amen. We want to go ahead if we have, uh, do we have classes today? Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Bless God. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. All right. Amen. Well, if you have your Bibles, turn with me, if you would, to Romans chapter 12. I've got just a short message this morning. <laughs> One person caught that, didn't they? Praise the Lord. I was blessed and fortunate enough to uh, do Brother Russell Jones's memorial service Thursday evening, and uh, it really tugged at my heartstrings uh, an awful lot. Russell was one of those gentlemen in my life that uh, just meant so much, and uh, it was a privilege and honor to know him and Nellie the way that I did, and you know, they were with us over at the Fine Arts Center when we first started the church, and uh, they, they restarted a couple of churches. They started a church down in Millersburg, and, and I told the uh, people there at the memorial service the other night, I said, you know, as I've prayed for you all over the last few days and, and prayed about the service, uh, there was one thing that I couldn't get out of my spirit. You couldn't mention Russell and Nellie separately. I mean, they were always together. And unless she was greeting out there at Walmart, I don't think they would let him hang around too much then. But, but they were always together, doing things together, and they were... Uh, just a, a real blessing to me, and um, I'm thankful for that family allowing me to be a part of that memorial service. Amen. Praise the Lord. Anybody got a testimony they want to share real quick? Hallelujah. God's goodness, what he's done for you this week. Amen. Praise the Lord. Sister Joyce. I was sitting the other day because of the household. <laughs> keeps me on my toes. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise God for her obedience too. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Anybody else real quick? Amen. 
I'm just excited about what God's doing. God is working in our lives. Can you say amen? amen. Yes, God is working in our lives. And, and you continue to uh, go forward with the Lord and follow after him and pursue after him. Amen. I'm going to get into a message today. I made a comment last week. I think it's last week or week four last about God having three wheels. Well, I want to clarify that. Uh, he had, God has one wheel. I believe there's three parts to his one wheel, but all three make up his one wheel. And it's not by happenstance that there's the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost that make up all of God. Amen. Praise the Lord. So over here in uh, Romans chapter 12, verse 1, uh, the Apostle Paul says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Let's pray. Father, we thank you and we praise you, Lord God, for your word. We thank you, Lord, for honoring your word. And Father, we humbly ask that you would minister your word this morning and you simply would grow us, Lord. Grow us and make us more like you. We thank you for an anointing upon your word, for we know that your word says that it will go forth and your word will not return void. And we thank you for that spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you being released to us, your people today in Jesus mighty name and let the house of the Lord say amen. Amen. So let's take a quick look here at verse 1. He says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service, Pre that we present our bodies a living sacrifice. And I have a confession to make to you all. Amen. God's really working in my life, and I'm just so appreciative. But I have to confess to you something. I've been living to die. Oh, yeah, that's what I did. I kind of, what? I've been living to die, not dying to live. I've been living to die, not dying to live. We should present our bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto our God. Amen. Hallelujah. But when a person lives to die, they service Nurture and care for their fleshly man. When a person lives to die, they service, nurture, and care for their fleshly man. When a Christian dies to live, they kill the flesh or die to self. Amen? Hallelujah. Now, <laughs> praise the Lord. We got to admit, he says here, he, he thanks you by the mercies of God that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto the Lord, for that is your reasonable service. We're not holy or righteous except by Jesus Christ. We have to remember that, okay? We do not earn our way into heaven. We do not work our way into heaven. The only thing we can do to achieve the very glories of heaven is to accept the saving grace of Jesus Christ, having his blood applied, amen, which washes our sins away and it cleanses us spiritually, amen. Praise the Lord. 
Hallelujah. But there's something that we have to do on our part. I've touched on this a little bit over the last few weeks, and it seems like the Lord wants to get into it just a little bit more and maybe um, go a little bit deeper. Now, I have to tell you, I, I use myself as an example, and it's like I'm just throwing myself over on the stake or something. I don't know what you want to call it. But anyway, you know, so if I'm not going to take care of myself physically, what am I going to end up like? I have responsibilities to myself to take care of myself physically. Now, it, 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 it's not always that I'm sitting there and I'm just throwing chips in my mouth or cookies down my mouth and that type thing. You know, that's not what I'm always doing. Amen. But when I know to do better and I don't do better, that's whenever it becomes an issue. Okay. Amen. So when I know to do better and I don't do better, that's when it becomes an issue. And I had a moment with the Lord recently where there was, I believe, true repentance, which includes change. Amen. I believe there was true repentance, and I believe that uh, uh, there was sadness on my part and sorrow and tears that were shed. Amen. But it was a moment with God that I had, and the Lord opened my eyes to something on myself. And what he opened my eyes to was, I've been living to die not dying to live. I don't want to rush along anything in this life for myself. Yet I have found myself for a few years rushing it along. Amen? I mean, you know, I'm just real. Amen. And this ain't for everybody. I'm, I'm telling you about me. I'm not projecting anything on you. Whatever you have going on in your life, that's between you and God. Amen? I'm thankful that God's grace is sufficient, and in our weaknesses, His strength is revealed. Can you say amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So my reasonable service is to present my body a living sacrifice. My reasonable service is, is to present myself, amen, in a way according to what God is leading me into, amen. So it's God's will that none would perish, but all would be saved, correct? Amen. So when God deals with somebody about giving their heart to him and accepting him as Lord and Savior, that person has a free will to choose whether or not to accept the saving grace of God or not. Is that correct? Amen. Amen. That's right. Amen. Praise the Lord. So being a Christian and having what I believe, uh, I've just had 30 plus years of having opportunity to have good relationship with the Lord and, and I am responsible for what I know. And I'm glad that my father does not hold anything back from those that pursue him and come after him. Because you can go as deep in your relationship with Christ as what you will allow yourself to go. If you spend time with the Lord, if you study his word, amen, and you try your best to be obedient to God, God will take you into places above and beyond what you could ever imagine, amen. Hallelujah. Because he's God. And with God, all things are possible, amen. Praise the Lord. All right, that's another subject matter. Amen. So I want to present my body as a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is my reasonable service. Amen. And here's the thing. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. We've heard a lot over the years in this house about the renewing of your mind. Amen. Hallelujah. And so 
I'm moving from the flesh into the renewing of my mind. Amen. And, but what I, while I'm doing that, I want you to understand that we, we stay away from, amen, the living to die, and we go into the dying to live. But the successful way that you're going to end up dying to live is by walking in the Spirit, killing the deeds of the flesh. If all you do, you know, I, I know people like to, I, I just hate to fast, but I know people like to fast, and that's okay. But in a fast, if you're fasting to lose weight, then you're not fasting to pursue God. You're just fasting to lose weight. Amen. Have you ever fasted to lose weight? Yeah. Some of us have because you've told me about it. Amen. Have you ever fasted to pursue God? Yeah, some of us have. Amen. And it's just two different things. You know, it has two different purposes. You have two different mindsets when you do that. Amen. When you're fasting to lose weight, you're thinking about your body and, and you're thinking about how it cleanses your body and, and other things that happens with your body. When you're fasting to pursue God, you're bringing your flesh into subjection, amen, as you increase your pursuit of God to draw close to God, amen. But what I want to submit to us today is something we've heard about for years and it's found over here in uh, uh, Romans chapter 10, no, Romans chapter 8 and verse 12 says, Therefore, brethren, we are dead not unto the flesh to live after the flesh for if we live after the flesh you shall die Amen. I was living to die because I was servicing my flesh I wasn't bringing my flesh into subjection unto my father which is my reasonable service that's why I'm 280 pounds I've lost 6 pounds by the way <laughs> 6 counts don't it Pastor Mark Six is something to build on, ain't it, brother? Amen. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Amen. Let's go on. This is more important, this part of it. Amen. For if you live after the flesh, you shall die. But if you through the Spirit do mortify or kill the deeds of the body, you shall live. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. And where we're trying to get to, church, is being a son of God. Amen. When you're a son of God, and this is not just because I'm saying son, we associate gender with that. This is not a gender thing, amen. This is an authority, amen, that we walk in being sons and daughters of God. Hallelujah. The word says sons. I mean, put male or female there. It don't matter, amen. But it's an authority that you walk in being the sons of God, having the same authority that Jesus Christ walked in here in this earth. But we will not get that authority by servicing our flesh, but we will get that authority and walk in that authority by being led by the Spirit. Can you say amen? That's a good word, Brother Steve. <clears throat> hallelujah. Hallelujah. So if, if we live uh, after the flesh, you shall die, but if you through the Spirit do kill the deeds of the body, you shall live. Amen. Hallelujah. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So back over here in uh, Romans chapter 12. Amen. I want to encourage us today. I want to encourage all of us today. Hallelujah. Let's pursue God that will be led by the Spirit. I know we have life to deal with. We all have life to deal with. We all have jobs that we got to do. Amen. And we're, we're doing something here in this earth. But you know, so they were doing something in the days of Christ. They were fishing. They were building tents. 
They were working. <laughs> now, now don't, don't throw anything at me, especially one person in this house. But they even had politicians back then. We got good politicians. <laughs> I better move on, hadn't I? <laughs> Oh, praise the Lord. Point being, they just had a lot of people that was doing a lot of stuff back then, just like we have a lot of people that's doing a lot of stuff right now. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. But I want to tell you something. If we will increase our pursuit of God, amen, we will end up being led by the Spirit and will kill the deeds of the flesh. Hallelujah. You see, I, I used, and, and it, 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 it does work like this, but what I have found, it works much better the way that we're talking about this morning. If, if I bring into subjection my flesh and I go on a fast and I kill my flesh and I die to self, which is what we're supposed to do. But if I go that route from that beginning, from that perspective to arrive at a place of walking in the spirit, amen, I believe you are more successful by starting out walking in the spirit and then you will bring your flesh into subjection that you die daily, amen, to the flesh, hallelujah, but live daily walking in the spirit, being led by the spirit. Does that make sense? Amen. Praise the Lord. So what am I saying? I'm just encouraged us to walk in the spirit. I'm encouraging us this morning, amen, to pursue after God, hallelujah. Chase after God, amen. Get in your word on a daily basis, hallelujah. Whether it's five, ten minutes, whether it's going down the road, amen. I've told you this about Jeanette before. Her greatest times with the Lord is when she's on that 45-minute drive to work. I offered to drive her to work. She won't let me. I really do. You know why I think she won't let me? She don't want to spend time with me. She wants to spend time with her father. That's, that's her time, you know? I don't know how it works so, so powerfully for her, but that's what she can give to the Lord, and he's honoring that, you know? So whatever you find yourself that you can give to the Lord, God will honor you for that. Now, if God's telling you to do this, this, and this, then be obedient and do this, this, and this, whatever God's laying out to you. But I promise you, church... You give God that five or ten minutes, it's going to end up, wow, that went quick, and it's going to start growing. Amen. But what, it, what it's going to do that's greater for you is it puts you into a position of being led by the Spirit. Your mind starts to change. Uh-huh. Even mindsets will start to change. Uh-huh. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We got something that... You, there, there's two subject matters here that we're dealing with today. Uh, you know, we're, we're going to be, I won't, I'll talk about it now, so I won't talk so much about it later. Uh, for four weeks this Wednesday, the Wednesday night prayer crew has been, uh, our Wednesday night Bible study crew has been having prayer every day at 10 o'clock. Okay? Amen. Praise the Lord. And we're opening that up to the church. If you want to be a part of that, we encourage you to be a part of that. Uh, so far, there's been like four of us that's on that group, and we have a, a, a group text, amen, and we text back and forth kind of as a reminder, even done, we'll send a word done, you know, and, and, and so there, there's, been a, there's been a mindset, even within us is what we've discovered, but I don't want to speak for them, I will speak for myself, amen, is we do this at 10 o'clock, you start your work day whenever you start your work day. But what I'm finding out, when I go ahead and start my day, 
I forget about 10 o'clock a lot. Uh-huh. Autumn has had to send out a reminder or Dora sends out a reminder, you know. Dora works, gets her lunch at 10 o'clock. Can y'all imagine eating lunch at 10 o'clock? But she goes to work so early. Wow, I gets up 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning, goes to work, something like that, amen. But my point being is, is life is at such a place with God's people right now that, man, we're just trucking on through life and and we believe this is something that God's put on our heart to do. And what this has revealed to me is that my days are going in such a way that I'm forgetting about my 10 o'clock prayer because I just go right past it because I'm so busy. You see? You see? So what this has helped me to do is it has started to change my mindset a little bit. I still got a long way to go. That's why I said a little bit. It started to change my mindset. Amen. And, and what I've done now, if I think about 10 o'clock prayer at 9.45 or 10.15, I go ahead and do it anyway. The goal being do it at 10 o'clock. But you see, because of life and, and all what life entails, the mindset's not on the task that God has set before me. Okay? Amen. Oh, Lord, can I say that? Are, are we online, Pastor Mark? Okay, good. So everybody else can look back and see this. Amen. So the same thing, God's revealed that the same thing is happening to the house. His house. I hope we have somebody here next Sunday. I know y'all love me, and, and I love you all. I almost snorted there, didn't I? <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. But, but, but you see, it's, it's the attention factor. It's the mindset. It's, it's how we're living life, you know. And, 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 and so I believe that's why God's saying, just encourage my people to come after me because I'm wanting to change some mindsets. I'm wanting to do some work in some people's lives. Church, We've not began, that's not the right word, begun? Where's my English teacher at today? Okay. We've not begun to touch what God has called this house to do. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm excited about what you guys are doing. I'm excited to, I mean, I've seen such a opening of one accord. I shared with Pastor Mark a couple of weeks ago. When, when I look, started looking in the term one accord, with one accord, that term one accord, which is what God said he put this house into, was one accord, that term brings forth action. That term in and of itself, one accord, has to do with action, committing action together in one, which I thought was very, very interesting. Amen. Amen. So see, what the enemy wants to do is he wants to keep our mindset just kind of out there on other stuff. Look, guys, the other stuff we got to deal with, we got to do. I don't know about y'all, but I, I got to work. Any of y'all got to work? Now, we got a couple that's retired. Amen. People think I'm retired, but I ain't figured that one out yet. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. So we got stuff we got to do in this life, right? Amen. That's all right. But we also have a house of the Lord that we've got to manage. We've got to work, amen, in the house of the Lord to grow the house of the Lord and, and to see people saved and see people in the house ministered to, hallelujah. 
Because for me, I'm not ministering to you enough. So I'm going back to my list and I'm starting to write people down. Because I'm not ministering enough. Why? 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 Because I got some distractions going on in my life. And, I, and the distractions are affecting me in such a way, Roy, that I can't even remember about 10 o'clock prayer. And that's important. You know what we've been praying about with 10 o'clock prayer? Is the leaders of the church. That's where they said they wanted to start. See, we want to start with the leaders of the church. We want to pray for our leaders, our church leaders. Amen. And that's what we've been praying about. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And, and so... We'd like to open this up, make it church-wide now. And if you would like to join that 10 o'clock prayer group, I'd like for you to reach out and, and touch base with Autumn. Amen. If you don't know her phone number, her phone number is publicly displayed on the announcement board. I hope that was okay. <laughs> it's not that I'll do that. It's not okay? <laughs> oh, it is up there. Oh. I put it up there. Oh. You know, somebody told me once it's better to ask forgiveness and, and get permission. Or is, That's not how it goes, is it? <laughs> yeah, anyway. If it's not okay, I'll scratch it out. Uh, but praise I did Santana the same way. I hadn't told her either. <laughs> Let me hide behind these posts here, Roy. <laughs> I love you guys. Hey, I just like having a good time in the Lord. But seriously, you know, it, it's just, we know where we're at. We've talked about it for years, haven't we? We've talked about it for years, long time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'll move on. Praise the Lord. Amen. So see, guys, I guess what I'm confessing to you today is the things that have been on you, they've been on me as well, you know, and, and they've hindered me as well. And the, the thing is, there's nothing in our lives that God can't help us take care of. He can help us take care of it. I see people managing what they're doing, and that just blesses me so much, and they're managing the best they can and, and making decisions. This one's going there, that one's going here kind of thing, and that's effort. That's what God wants to see. He, he doesn't want to see the mindset that just gives in and just lets everything go. He wants to see the mindset that commits an effort, amen, and a heart that comes after him. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Lord, why are we getting into this heart so much? Amen. All right. There it is. I'm going to read another scripture to you that's off the beaten path. This is supposed to be a short message. <laughs> Hallelujah. All right, Lord. Okay, so... I was into the scripture this week, and this is, uh, I was over in uh, 1 Kings, and I ended up in uh, chapter 18, and this is where um, Elijah and the prophets of Baal, they were going through their contest, you know, and maybe preaching a message about this soon, um, but they were going through their contest, and uh, uh, Elijah uh, he had his chance, and, and so he come up, and it says here in verse 30 of chapter 18, 1 Kings, it says, And Elijah said unto all the people, Come near unto me, and all the people came near unto him. And he repaired the altar of the Lord that was broken down. And these words shot me into my time of repentance. 
Because when I read, and he repaired the altar of the Lord that was broken down, what come to me was the altar of my heart needed attention, and it was broken down. The altar of my heart. What happens with our heart? God looks upon our heart. God deals with our hearts. But because of various things in my life, the altar of my heart was broken down and needed repaired. And so God and I repaired it that day. Amen. Hallelujah. That's one reason my smile's so big today. I'm not trying to show you my new teeth because I don't have any yet. I'm just like, y'all sang Pastor Mark about chains being gone on one of your songs today or something. Brother, I feel free. I feel free. Hallelujah. Why? Because I believe the altar of the Lord. My heart was repaired. Hallelujah. So why did I bring that out? Because it's obvious that God's dealing with our hearts this morning. He's talking about our hearts. And I want to encourage us all. Let God repair the altar of your heart. Amen. If there's anything that's been holding you back from being obedient to anything God's been dealing with you about, just get before him and, and, and let him minister to you. Hallelujah. And just follow his lead. So this is just about encouraging all of us to pursue God, that we would be led by the spirits and that we would kill the deeds of the flesh. Amen. This leading, or this leads to our reasonable service of God. Hallelujah. So let's look at verse 2 as we wrap this up in the next hour. Just kidding. <laughs> Amen. Verse 2. This is one thing I wanted to focus on, which was God's will. Amen. Because depending upon the, the condition or state of the altar of your heart that leads to total and complete obedience to the Lord. Amen. This will factor is going to factor in in your life. And you're going to find yourself in one of these places of these so-called three wheels, which is actually just one wheel, but it's a degree or a level of God's perfect will. Amen. So let's get into that real quick. And verse 2 says, And be not conformed to this world, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove, that word prove there, in the Greek, is that you may discern or discover what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Amen. Hallelujah. So we take care of the flesh issue. Amen. We're pursuing God. We're chasing after God. That spirit man's being built up on the inside of us. We begin making decisions and choices, being led by the spirit instead of making those decisions and choices out of a fleshly mind. Out of that type mindset, amen, that mindset has been renewed, that mind has been renewed, and it's been transformed, amen, hallelujah. Now we're moving into a, a manifested state of God's will in our lives, amen. So let's get into this just for a moment. Okay, so we talked about prove, amen. Uh, God has a will for you. He has a will for me. He has a will for New Life Ministries, amen, hallelujah. So God has a will for all of us, amen, including New Life Ministries. Hallelujah. Within God's will, there are three degrees or levels, I believe, of God's will. All right? God's good will. That's one. Let's talk about that for a minute. God's good will. How many of you want to be in God's good will? 
Amen. I want to be in God's good will. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. So the term good in the Greek is that which is good or benefits. That which is good or benefits. Amen. Hallelujah. God has an acceptable will for you. He has an acceptable will for me. He has an acceptable will for new life. Amen. Remember, God's good will is good or it benefits. He has that type of will for new life for you and for me. Amen. He also has an acceptable will for all of us. The term acceptable means fully agreeable or well-pleasing. Now, how many of us want to be in God's well-pleasing will? Amen. Hallelujah. We all want to be in God's well-pleasing will. Amen. Remember, that's his acceptable will. So we can either be in a place of being in God's good will, which is beneficial. We can be in a place of God's acceptable will, which is well-pleasing to God. We all want to be there, right? Amen. We all want to be in either one of those. Hallelujah. So God also has a perfect will for you. He has a perfect will for me. He has a perfect will for new life. Amen. So the term perfect here in the Greek is complete or completeness. Now, how many of us want to be in God's complete will? Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. That term completeness It means in various applications of labor, growth, mental, and moral character. Amen. So we can be in God's goodwill, which is beneficial, right? It's beneficial for you. It's beneficial for me. It's beneficial for new life. Amen. We want to be there. We can be in God's agreeable will or acceptable will, which is well-pleasing and agreeable, right? It's okay for us to be there, right? Amen. I want to challenge us today to be in God's complete and total will, his perfect will. Although these are good, your goal and what you want to strive for is to be here. God's perfect will for your life. Am I making sense to you this morning? They're all good. They're all a good place to be. But what we strive for is the perfection of God being the saints of God being manifested in our lives. He's coming back for a church that's complete, according to 1 Corinthians 13. He's coming back for a church that's mature. Amen. Hallelujah. So for us to challenge to get here in God's perfect will for our lives is a no-brainer to me. The sooner we get here, the sooner our Lord and Savior splits that eastern sky. Amen? So let's back that up just for a minute. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So we can walk in God's will in our lives in a good and beneficial state or condition, or we can walk in God's will for our lives, amen, um, in a state that is fully agreeable and well-pleasing to God, and those things are okay, right? Amen. Or we can walk in God's perfect will, which is complete for our lives. Hallelujah. Complete means to have all necessary parts, elements, or steps containing all, total, and absolute. Complete just wraps it all up. It contains everything. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. So as God's people, through being led by the Spirit... We strive for God's perfect will to be operating or active in our lives. 
Amen? Praise the Lord. So God's goodwill is good, and it's beneficial. It's a good place to be. God's acceptable will. It's an agreeable will, and it's well-pleasing place to be. Amen. But God's perfect will, which is complete, total, and absolute, that's where we strive to get through or to get to through the leadership of the Holy Spirit, through walking in the Spirit. Amen. You know how you're going to get into God's complete will, His perfect will? is being led by the Spirit. You know why we spent so much time earlier in this message talking about being led by the Spirit? Ooh. Ooh. Hallelujah. I say this to me first and foremost, but we're spending too much time being led by this world. And I say that to me first and foremost. Remember, I confess to you that I've been living to die, not dying to live. This ain't no condemnation. This is encouraging us. See, this house has been chosen to go further. This house has been chosen. When I say this house, it's you. It's the people have been chosen to go deeper. This house is going to arrive at a place when you speak, the earth is going to shake and quake, and things are going to happen. We've tasted some of that. We've tasted a little bit of it. Can you imagine people flocking into the courthouse to see you, not for title purposes or vehicle registrations, but for you to pray for them? That's, I believe it's coming. Why? Because I believe God is releasing revelation to this house that moves us from his good and acceptable will into his perfect will. Total, complete. Amen? Amen. I hope this is making sense to us today, church. So look, again, this is not anything of condemnation. I'm just encouraging us today. Let's begin to set in order. I don't know how long this will last. Y'all pray for me. Here comes another confession. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm just, honey, I'm just telling all over myself today, ain't I? She just, she's so beautiful. She gives me that little smirk when she smiles. She's just so beautiful. Amen. Hallelujah. What was I going to say, Lord? <laughs> okay, look. For, for a long, long time, I've not been willing to make a commitment to the Lord. Because his word says, uh, what's the word? There's a word, don't make a covenant, not a covenant, uh, 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 not a pact. There's another word I'm looking for, amen. Don't make a commitment unless you're going to keep it. There's another word that he uses. I'll have to look it up and get back with y'all. Sorry about that. But don't make a commitment to the Lord unless you're going to keep it. Well, for the longest time, I've been shying away from making this commitment because I kept breaking it, Joyce. And I knew, I knew, brother, I knew I wasn't strong enough to keep it. But when that altar of my heart was rebuilt or restored the other day, I made a commitment. Now, my wife's going to start watching me when this comes out of my mouth. I made a commitment. I'll not eat after 9 o'clock at night. <laughs> she laughs. 
I'll not eat after 9 o'clock at night. I'll be in bed by 11 to 11.30. And y'all don't understand how this has really held me back in my life. This right here that I'm talking about, somebody said me too. This right here I'm talking about is what has led me into living to die instead of dying to live. This is real for me. This has been an issue for me. Guys, it's been an issue for me. I've made a commitment. Why? Because I know the promises of God for this house are only going to get here and manifest when we're walking in His perfect will and I needed a life change to get where I need to go. There's promises, Roy, that I haven't seen manifested in my life yet. And if God's been dealing with me about this for so long, y'all know, how, how long have I talked about this? A long time. I did it before. Once upon a time when I lost a bunch of weight, was working out six days a week, I wouldn't eat after 7 o'clock. Lost all kinds of weight. Went down about 205 pounds. Boy, I was... I almost felt like Brent. You know, Brent works out all the time. Doing all them exercises and everything. I don't know that I'll do that now, but, you know, little at a time. Right, Joyce? Amen. You know what else I did today? I had breakfast this morning. A bowl of golden grams. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. You know why I tell you all that? About 30 minutes. My daughter has been telling me, Dad, you need to eat breakfast. That's when you get your fuel. You, you all know about all this stuff better than I do. About 30 minutes after I had breakfast, I felt my body start to change. My body was starting to get more active in me. And it's, this is a, look, I'm confessing to y'all, and the whole world's hearing this online. Sometimes I wish this stuff wasn't online, Pastor Mark. <laughs> but anyway, we won't say it in here if we ain't willing to say it out there. Amen. You're, you're, you're talking to a guy who's confessing this stuff today that is subject to go to bed at 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning after watching episodes of Gunsmoke, come on now, and shoving food in his mouth like a baby to keep himself awake. I'm not kidding you. And then get up at 6.30, 7.30. Am I telling the truth, Jeanette? How much rest does three or four hours give a person? Well, no wonder my body's wore out. I've been living to die. This is real to me. But the altar of my heart has been restored. And I'm going to do what I have to do to move myself and my wife forward to where God wants us to be. We have to do what we have to do to move this house forward to where God wants it to be. Am I making sense to y'all today? As much as I love the Lord's goodwill, his beneficial will. As much as I love his acceptable or well-pleasing will. Love to be there. I want to walk in that perfect will. You see, I want completeness to start flowing out of us. 
Maybe I need to apologize for being such an open book. I don't know. But, you know, I can't do this stuff without y'all praying. We lift each other up in prayer. Amen. And I can't wait till next week, Phyllis, when you share your testimony because the sentence I just made is going to be seated so deeply in our hearts because of what took place with Phyllis during that time of surgery. This is a family that is in one accord, will stay in one accord, and be active in one accord. Hey, now come on. I know for me, I'll speak for myself, I've had some tweaking. Can I use that word? I've had some tweaking that the Lord had to do. I'm still a work in progress, right? Amen. Amen. But I'm going. We've talked before, brother. We know it's an issue. You've seen me travail. Hallelujah. I want to be excited. I want to move. And I want us working for the kingdom. But we only do that together with the help of each other. Amen? Praise the Lord. So today is just a day of encouragement. Hallelujah. So I want to leave us with this final statement. Pursue God so through the Spirit we kill the deeds of the flesh, which is our reasonable service. And that pursuit leads us to walking in God's perfect or complete will for our lives. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you and we praise you, Lord, for your word. We thank you, Lord God, for your goodness. Oh, Father, thank you. <laughs> uh, thank you for my brothers and sisters that I give freedom to hold me accountable. Thank you, Lord. Hmm. Mm. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Father, I just thank you and I praise you for the work that you're doing in my life. And Father, I thank you for the work and I praise you for the work that you're doing in the hearts of your people, Lord God. Father, we just, we know, Lord God, that our, the, the, the treasures that we're laying up in heaven, Lord, are the most important things in our lives. We know that these other things in this life that we, that we do really are just tools that you use to get us, Lord God, to become more like you and, and to work and reveal your kingdom in this earth. So, Father, help us to keep all those things in perspective, Lord, following after you, coming after you, hallelujah, pursuing you that we would truly walk in the Spirit. Father, we thank you for your goodness. And, and Father, there, there is therefore no condemnation to those that walk after the Spirit and not after the flesh. Amen. Father, this message is no condemnation. Mm. Hallelujah, Lord. Lord, I'm the chiefest of one that has issues and problems that I need your help with. So, Father... I accept your help freely. And Father, I thank you for helping me to be totally and completely obedient to you, Lord God. In Jesus' mighty name, give you the glory and the honor.
Father, we pray for those that are traveling right now in the name of Jesus. We pray for them, Lord, and we ask that you would minister to them. We thank you for your holy angels encamping around them and your holy hand of protection being up on them, Father God, as they travel. Continue, Lord God, to minister to them and take care of them. And Father, I just thank you for doors. Yes, Lord. I thank you for doors that are opening right now for your people here at New Life. Thank you, Lord God. I thank you for opening these doors, Father. Father, let your people recognize doors when they open up. Hallelujah. And let them by faith begin to walk through those doors, Father. We thank you and we praise you in Jesus' mighty name. Lord, we give you the glory and the honor. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, mighty King. Bless you, mighty King. Ooh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, and let the house of the Lord say amen. Praise God. Church, I hope you've heard my heart today, and uh, I'm praying for you. You pray for me. We just pray for each other, and we all do it together. Amen? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. A couple quick announcements this morning. Uh, we are planning on to launch uh, New Life's Sunday School program, our discipleship program, uh, next Sunday. That will start uh, at 10 o'clock, so uh, please be here uh, for Sunday School uh, classes at 10 o'clock next week. Amen. Uh, remember, discipleship is one of the most important things that we'll do. Uh, this church, uh, one of its, uh, uh, when it was called and God brought it to pass, one of the scriptures was uh, over in 2 Timothy, I think it was, uh, and God said that it would be a training facility. This house is to be a training facility. And one of the things about tra a training facility is that we disciple, we grow people, amen, in the word. Amen. Praise the Lord. And that's part of what Sunday school does or this discipleship program. Uh, that's, that's part of what it does. So please make plans to attend that. It's a pretty big event. Brent and some other people have been working really hard on it. And uh, let's come out and support that. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, <clears throat> let's see. We're still working on room off the foyer there. Uh, please remember if you have anything in there, please get it out uh, so it's well protected and, and we can move forward with that room. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Uh, we are having a Valentine's Fellowship uh, next Saturday the 17th at 6 p.m. down at Bianchi's. Is that how you say that, Bianchi's? That's how I always said it. Bianchi's, down at Bianchi's, amen, uh, 6 o'clock. Uh, this fellowship is not just for couples, it's for singles. Um, invite spouses that don't come to church, amen. Invite friends that don't come to church, amen. Uh, but please, early this week, maybe by Wednesday, Text Santana, and, and, and again, her number is up on the board unless she makes me scratch it out. <laughs> it's kind of hard for public figure, figures to scratch out their uh, phone numbers, ain't it, Santana? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, mine too. People ask me for my numbers. They just Google my name. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, um, please text Santana and let her know if you're planning on attending uh, it sounds like maybe if we have more than a certain number, like 20, that we need to let them know. And we don't want to get down there with 30 or 40 and didn't tell them. You know, hopefully we'll have 50 or 60 come. Amen. That'd be all right, too. Amen. Praise the Lord. But please text her and just let her know if you're going to attend and how many is coming in your party. Amen. If you want to be part of that uh, morning prayer team, please uh, see Autumn or send her a text and let her know so she can add you to that prayer team group text. Um, and, and again, we thank you for being a part of that. 
Uh, it, it's amazing what that will draw your attention to. Hallelujah. And as always, keep an eye on newlifeparishky.com for any other information. And thank you again, Pastor Mark, for all you do there. Did I forget anything or anybody? Is there anything else? Santana, y'all got anything? Got anything needs to be announced? Or Jeanette? Cover it all? Amen. Hallelujah. Have you enjoyed being in the house of the Lord today? I tell you, I've enjoyed y'all. Hallelujah. Sister Kay, I just enjoy your yelling and screaming too. You excite me. When I hear that voice back there, it just excites me. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, I remember one time you took off, started running around church. You remember that? I was standing right over here and I heard something, th -th 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 -th, and I looked up, and she went by just like that. I had to take a step back, but that's all right. Y'all want to run or jump across these pews or swing on these columns or something, you go right ahead and do it, amen? Well, we might scare a few to death, but that's all right. We'll bring them back to life in the name of Jesus. <laughs> I love you. Let's stay in this morning. Hallelujah. Praise God. You guys are great. Hallelujah. I just love your talent and ability, your patience to put up with somebody like me. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Anyway, anybody want to pray and dismiss us this morning? Hallelujah. Praise God. Don't all of you jump at once. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on now. Before we pray, Phyllis uh, Turner has asked us to pray for Larry. He's getting ready to have surgery. Oh. And then for her mom who has stage five kidney failure. Wow. Okay. So let's pray for Larry Williams getting ready to have surgery. And then Phyllis's mother, stage five kidney failure. Don't know her name, but God will know who I'm talking about. Larry Williams getting ready to have surgery and Phyllis Williams' mother. Yeah. All right. Thank you all. Hang on. Sister Joyce. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. 